Welcome to the Authentic Church Podcast with Jeff and Fawn Peterson in Orange County, California, where our mission is simply to love God, love people, and live authentic. For more information on Authentic Church, visit us online at AuthenticOC.com. Thank you for listening. We're, we're celebrating officially two years of gathering. Uh, we started, some of you know the story, but we started uh, at, a, at a beach uh, in Huntington at Tower 20. <laughs> And then we moved to a park, and then to a hotel, and then here to Needham Chapel. And I can remember it like it was yesterday. It was January 23rd of 2019. My wife and I were living a pretty decent life in Texas, had a growing, really prosperous business. And I was just having quiet time with the Lord and started my year off with a fast and was praying and seeking God's will. I just felt like change was a coming and I didn't know what that change was. And, it, and anybody that knows, when you sense God transitioning you, it can be really uncomfortable. <laughs> and if you're honest, a little bit scary, <laughs> right? And, and I'm praying and I'm sitting in, and it was about 10.30 at night, I'm sitting in front of my fireplace, and it was just like this moment where I was alone in front of my fireplace, but suddenly I wasn't alone. You know that feeling? Where the Holy Spirit just came and began to speak to me, and the Lord gave me a download, and I couldn't even write fast enough. My pen was just scribbling as fast as I received, and I felt like the Lord said that there was a season that was coming upon the church, the big C, the church, that would be forever known as the great harvest. And when he said that, it was almost like he put it in quotes, right? Like the great awakening, right? Like, like this move of God, the great harvest. He said no longer would revival and resources come from the Midwest out, we were living in Texas at the time. No longer would revival and resources come from the Midwest out, but from the coastal regions in. And, and when that hit my spirit, I saw waves crashing on the shore. And he said, I'm establishing beachheads along the coastal regions of the United States. And then here came the ask. Here came the invitation. The Lord said, would you take up a beachhead? And immediately in that moment, I knew, I don't know how I knew. People say, how did you know? I don't know. I just knew in my knower that I knew that the Lord was sending us to California. And, and I thought, well, the litmus test is gonna be if Fawn's on board with this because for years I had talked about wanting to plant a church one day and my wife was like, no, I'm cool. We're good, we're good supporters. We're great pastors serving in the body the way we do. We don't need to plant anything, you know? And uh, we're good. And, uh, and so I asked my wife and she said, I feel like this is God. I'm like, oh man, now it just got real. So I submitted that word to different leaders and pastors that are in my life. Some of them were local, some of them around the world, some of them in Jerusalem. And I reached out to them, I said, hey, here's something that we're feeling as a family. And I would just ask, would you pray and see if this bears witness to you? And if you get any words or anything like that, feel free to, to let me know. And I did not tell them this, but my thought was, if they don't all agree that this is God, then we'll just shelf this for a while and we'll wait until the timing is right. Because the timing of God, you don't want to be you don't want to be too early to it. You want to wait and let that mature. And we had been saved now, walking with God for over 20 years, and they all came back within 48 hours, and they're like, "This is God. This is so God. The time is now. The Lord is launching you guys." So that month, we started making some preparations. I kid you not. In our company, we have a, owned a construction company back in Texas, and that month. When we said yes and everybody else said yes and we're like gung-ho, all right, we're gonna start the process. And we told our family we're gonna be moving. We, we don't know when this is gonna happen, but we're sensing this. And they all cried because they all live in the nation of Texas and they didn't want us to immigrate to California. <laughs> 
And, and so we started that, that month, within a month of that saying yes to God, the Lord blessed our company with a contract. The profit alone paid for our entire first year of living expenses here in California. And we had in 2019, the greatest year that we've ever had financially. And instead of taking that money, moving here and putting it as a down payment on a house, the Lord called us to sew it into this house and launch Authentic Church. So here we are. Crazy step of faith, some would say very crazy. <laughs> and, you know, we met, we started meeting and, you know, we were trying to meet people when we moved here and the whole pandemic thing happens and the world's going crazy and nobody wants to talk to you and I'm worried about having too many people come over to my house because my neighbors are gonna call the police, you know. <laughs> and so we met up with some other pastors and they're like, hey, we're gonna get together and just do a worship night on the beach on Friday night, do you guys wanna come? And we're like, oh man, we'd be so down. Thank you for inviting us. So we came with our kids and you know, we got four that are running around. We have a total of five, uh, but we have four that are still at the house. And so we all went down to the beach and we had a, a worship night. And one of them said, hey, we're gonna invite this guy down from uh, some friends of ours up at Bethel. Um, and he's kind of a long haired, crazy worship leader dude. And uh, he ran for Congress and he didn't win, but he wants to come and help us lead worship. And we're like, cool, don't know who this guy is. His name is Sean Foyt. And so Sean shows up and nobody, I mean, we're just kind of getting to know each other. And so we have a worship time on the beach. Well, the next Friday, more people come. The next Friday, close to a thousand people come. And for like six or seven Fridays throughout the summer of 2019, we would meet with a bunch of believers from all across the region to pray, to worship, and to bring a strong call of repentance for those that wanted to go all in for Jesus and be baptized. And we would literally have a time of worship and then somebody would share their testimony. And then after the testimony, it'd be like, who needs Jesus? And people would repent. We'd say, great, God didn't call you to pray a prayer. He called you to be a baptized, sold out believer in him and disciple for him. So we have the coolest baptismal tank ever in the Pacific Ocean. Why don't we go down there and baptize you? And we're like, yeah. So we started walking down to the beach, hoping somebody's following us. And we would get down to the beach and we'd begin to baptize people. And Jason and Nicole Edgman were with us at that time. They had moved in uh, about that time to, to help us plant the church. They moved from Missouri, Missouri. We moved from Texas. We're probably the only people that moved from those states to the state of California in the last couple of years. And we just started baptizing people. And one of the people that we baptized was a guy named Zachary Chu. And he's uh, actually part of our church. And I baptized Zach. He was the first guy that I baptized when I moved to Southern California. And, and he's been part of our church family ever since. And then we'd meet on Wednesday nights in our house. And then Friday nights, we'd be back at the beach. Wednesday night at our house, Friday nights back at the beach. And then I talked to my pastor and he said, Jeff, it's time to start your Sunday mornings. And I'm like, nobody will rent us any space. He's like, dude, you live in Southern California. You don't need space. <laughs> Find a park. So we met at a park and that was awesome for six weeks. The police showed up for the last three of the six weeks. And the last time was not to join us for worship. <laughs> And because I don't want to do prison ministry from behind bars, we ended up finding another place to minister. And we moved into a hotel, and the Lord opened a door. And the first Sunday, I kid you not, the first Sunday we're in the hotel, we're not outside at the park, and I grew fond of the park. It's Teewinkle Park, which is just on the other side of uh, Orange County Fairgrounds here. And, and we're there, and I kid you not, it's pouring down rain in California. And we're like... Lord, thank you, you had a better plan. You moved us into this hotel and we met at that hotel for exactly seven months to the Sunday before the Lord opened the door for us to come and take over this chapel 
on Sunday mornings. And I, I, I guess for us, the, the, the prayer of our heart was found in Habakkuk 3.2. It says, Lord, I've heard of your fame, and I, I stand in awe of your deeds. I've read the stories in the Bible. I, I, I've heard of movements and things that you've done. But Lord, I'm hungry. Will you do it in my day? And God, could you maybe possibly use us that just said yes, that just this simple act of obedience where we would say, Lord, we want to, we want to go all in for you, whatever all in looks like. God, we say yes to your call. And Acts 2.47 proved true for us. Like a lot of churches, it starts with humble beginnings, a simple yes to the question that God asked of you. And the Lord added to their church daily those who were being saved. The Lord added. We're gonna show you a quick video that highlights some of the story I just shared with you and some of the awesome people that have helped to make Authentic Church what it is. Check this out. to tell you what an incredible experience Authentic Church has been for me for my life. Talk about community, love, it's amazing. Everyone needs to experience Authentic Church. We truly are authentic. gift of being in the church is being in community. We all want to know that we're loved. We all want to know that we're seen and we're valued. And so the greatest gift to us at Authentic Church has really been meeting all these people that we have had in our homes and really just come to do life with because you know what, life is hard sometimes and we need each other. And we have found such a strength in the body of Christ. And so we just want to encourage all of you, come and find this great community that God has gifted us with. We'd love to have you be a part of it. Hey everybody, Jeff and Fawn Peterson here. And we have some exciting news. Yes. Right now we are standing in front of Authentic's new home. Yeah, we're here in front of Needham Chapel on Vanguard University. It's in Costa Mesa and this is our new home.
ever since being a part of Authentic Church, um, I have been able to truly step into my calling. And part of that is uh, not only doing what I do on a daily basis and, you know, uh, with friends and family and, and what I do for work, but also being able to bring people to Christ and truly uh, present myself differently and people just get to see how different I am. We're passionate about fulfilling the call of God on our lives and it is my passion and my privilege to teach these youth about fulfilling God's call in their life, to hear the voice of God in such an intimate way that they can discern within themselves and the Holy Spirit what they are being called to do by God, that His hand is on their life and that He is for them and with them no matter what step they take. There's one thing I've really loved about being at this church is um, the opportunity to encounter God through worship. I've really just enjoyed um, just my own personal growth, just to experience some um, development in different areas in my worship, in my instrument skills and everything. I, I came in learning or playing like one instrument um, before authentic, then I came in and now I'm playing like three or four. So it's kind of crazy to see how God has encountered me and just unveiled different um, layers of His love towards me during this time. And I'm super excited to see what He does next. If it's bandaging the broken or washing filthy feet, here I am, Lord, send me. If it's loving one another, even when we don't agree. Hello, Authentic Family. My name is Hannah. I'm Min. And this rabbit is Egan. After we moved to Irvine, we were talking to each other saying, uh, maybe we have to find a church locally. And one day I randomly uh, scrolling down the Instagram and found this uh, ad. It was called Authentic Church. And I got to view the uh, video that this amazing Peterson family uh, was introducing about our church, our church vision, love God, love um, people, and live authentic. I will choose to praise Here I am, Lord. I know that God wants me and my son here, and the Lord desires for us to love him and to love people, and we get to fulfill that call in our lives by attending Authentic Church. We get to love him and love people every week, um, every Sunday, and we love being here. Wyatt, do you, do you love um, Jesus? Yes, I love Jesus. And do you love Authentic Church? Yes. You know, when God creates, he, 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 you see him creating in, in twos. 
So our second anniversary, I'm believing that he's creating something special still in Authentic Church. You look in the, even the story of creation, right? You know, there was day and there was night. There was the sun, there was the moon. He made them man and then he made the woman. And when those two come together, the full blessing of the vision that God has is released. And so I'm believing that the vision that God has given us for Authentic Church is going to be released in even greater measure this year. And our vision, which we've shared uh, numerous times on Sundays, is simply that people would come to Authentic Church and they would have an encounter with God, that they would discover a sense of community, and that they would, we would all fulfill God's call on our lives. We need an encounter with God. And, and that, that's our vision, and it's not just our vision or a nice tag, that's actually based on the scriptures. And, and Encounter God is based on a story out of Exodus 33 where M Moses is saying, I, I don't wanna lead these people, Lord, unless you're going with me. And he says this, Moses says to God, if your presence does not go with us, then don't send us out. Don't, don't, don't have us plant this church if your presence isn't with us. How will anyone know that you're pleased with us and your people unless you go? What else will distinguish me and your people from the rest of the nations? And really the presence of God, having God encounters is what distinguishes us from the world. The presence of God in our lives distinguishes us in how we do business. The presence of God in our lives distinguishes us if you're a student. It distinguishes our marriages. It distinguishes how we raise our kids. We're, we're, it distinguishes how we have a gathering. Church isn't just the place where I physically show up. It's a place where I spiritually show up. And we long for the presence of God. That's why we, we put a premium on spending time and just having more time in worship. One of our authentic attributes, a unique characteristic, if you will, is that we're a presence-driven church. You'll hear us say that. Somebody says, well, what does that mean? Presence-driven, it says this, we value the presence of God over programs, performance, and personalities. His presence distinguishes us from the world. Yeah, I don't know that I necessarily need to hear another sermon. I just need to live maybe the best five that I've ever heard in my life. But I tell you what I do need. I need the presence of God every single day in my life. It helps me when I have the presence of God, when I'm spending time in the presence of God, I'm a better husband. I'm a better father. Uh, I've been a better worker. I've been a better coworker. I've been a better friend when I've spent time in the presence of God. The presence of God changes us. So our vision is that, uh, that we would have a place where people encounter God. And then number two, that people would discover community. Uh, you know, with, with our kids, I don't know about you, but our kids, we make them go around and we use the buddy system in the Peterson family. We primarily did that because we were running around with five kids and trying to figure out how to keep track of them at a supermarket. And we've only lost them a few times, but they always found their way back home, you know? <laughs> True story. <laughs> but, but we have the buddy system, right? So it's like, always bring a friend. You know, you read through the Bible, Paul, the Apostle Paul, he had a buddy system, right? Everywhere they sent him out in twos. Jesus sent him out in twos, right? There's something about having that sense of community and encouraging each other. Ephesians 4.16 says it this way. It says, he makes the whole body fit together perfectly, and as each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing full of love. Full of love. And community is built by having relationship. I used to, when I first got saved and started coming into church, I was a back row guy. I ducked in about 45 minutes into worship because it was weird to me because I grew up Catholic, so seeing people get excited about singing songs 
That was odd, right? And, and, and so I would come in 45 minutes late to the service, and then I would try to duck out early. And, and I would just come in. That, that wasn't God's plan for my life. When I began to grow in God, it's when I fully surrendered to him, and I surrendered to the fact of having community and relationships with people that helped me grow in my walk with him. And there's a sense of community. And, and next week, uh, we're going to be having our Connect Group Sunday. And it's going to be a time where we're going to highlight different Connect Groups that are going to be going on, different ways to connect. You're not meant to do life alone. I'm not meant to do life alone. And so we're going to have Connect Groups next Sunday. And we're going to have a bunch of tables listed out and people that are going to be leading groups from a Bible study group to uh, a ladies group that's going to go walking and talking every whatever week. And my wife's helping that co-lead that one. Uh, but whatever it might be, just from a sense of community, there's so much that happens when you find your tribe and you decide to go all in and be part of the community. So our vision, encounter God, discover community. And then the third part is that in the course of that, that we would all fulfill God's call on our lives. You know, God doesn't call you to easy. He calls you to worthwhile. He doesn't call you to easy, he calls you to worthwhile. And being part of a community of faith, being part of a community where you let your guard down and you let people know who you are and you take time to get to know other people, it's worthwhile. It's not always easy though. And quite honestly, you look through church history, sometimes the church can be a bit messy. <laughs> Just read through Paul's letters, the epistles, about how much he had to correct and doctrine and issues that were coming and going, etc. But it's worthwhile while being part of a community. And so our hope is that you would fulfill the call of God that's on your life. One of my wife and I's greatest joys through our course of walking uh, with Christ and being married together is seeing gold in somebody and helping them discover their gifts and then seeing them be released in that. Uh, I used to be a, a worship leader uh, about uh, 15 years ago at a church in Seattle and got to lead some of the young adults. And I always loved when I would have a young guy that would come in who could maybe kind of play drums or kind of play the keys. And I would work with him and see him grow in his confidence and then see him grow and become a worship leader. Like that just, I, I love that. I, I, would, I would be leading, but I was always looking forward to just kind of passing the mic on to the next guy and then watching him run. There's something so special about it. But our hope, our desire, our vision is that you, all of us, would fulfill the call that God has on your life. If you're breathing, there's, there's a purpose for your life. If you're still alive right now, there's a purpose for your life. God has a plan and a destiny. He's crafted you for a calling. He wired you for a specific work, and he, he wants to lead you into that. Isaiah 6, 8 says this, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, here I am, send me. Here I am, send me. And I'm gonna take time to be able to, uh, I'm gonna pass the microphone this morning. We are so privileged and honored to have a spiritual mom and dad in the faith in the house. And for us, we one of our core values at Authentic is honor. Uh, we believe that uh, uh, honor is actually heaven's value. Uh, that that it's, the, it's a gateway to the presence of God. In just our, our relationship with God, when you honor him with your time, he seems to honor you with his presence. And we have been so honored and blessed to have two people that have 
uh, served and they've been an amazing example, but more than that, they've really been an apostolic voice in our lives. And Ephesians 4 talks about the, the gifts that Jesus gives to the church, and one of those gifts is the gift of an apostle, that they're a gift. When somebody gives you a gift, when Jesus is giving you a gift, how many know we should receive that gift, right? How many of you know you cherish that gift? You're thankful for that gift. You're grateful for that gift. So I'm gonna pass the microphone, and we're so honored to have Pastor Fred and Pastor Pam come uh, and share this morning uh, a word that he felt like God had on his heart to share, and then I'm gonna have him pray over us and uh, over uh, this church house, and then we're gonna have a time of worship, and then we're gonna party and celebrate. Will you please welcome Pastor Fred and Pastor Pam. For more information on Authentic Church, visit us online at AuthenticOC.com.